This room is beautiful, Isabel slurred. Are all your guest rooms so lavish? It isn't a guest room, the Lady Omine said from close by. It's my room. Oh, but I could... Isabel started turning, but before she could finish the protest, the Lady Omine stepped in close and kissed her. Isabel squeaked in alarm, but the Lady Omine was stronger than her and held her tight, stopping her from pulling away. She had, of course, heard that some women preferred the company of other women, just as some men preferred other men, but she never would have guessed the eldest Violette daughter to be so inclined. It was not entirely unpleasant. The Lady Omine's lips were warm and wet, and her touch was firm and gentle, but she was most certainly not Jacques. When Omine pulled away, she was smiling. Isabel felt warm breath spiced with strong spirits on her face. She quickly retreated a couple of steps away from the Lady Valette. You were tense, the Lady Omine said. Was I? Isabel replied, forgetting to slur her words. Her mind was racing for a way out of the situation. She remembered the two sachets of sleep sewed into her dress. It isn't your first time, is it? the Lady Omine asked. With a woman? Yes. Yes. Oh. The smile disappeared from Ermine's face. I'm sorry, I thought. Isabel took a deep breath and steeled her will, knowing what had to be done. She took a step forward, keeping her eyes locked on the Lady Valette's. That is not to say I did not enjoy it. Isabel stepped up close to the Lady Ermine and kissed her. The kiss was returned with passion. Slowly, Isabel guided Ermine towards the bed and pushed her down onto it. A wicked smile full of lust lit the lady's face as Isabel climbed onto the bed after her. She made a show of hitching up her dress and took the opportunity to rip the stitching and free one of the sachets of sleep. Then she straddled the Lady Ermine and bent down to kiss her again. The Lady Ermine closed her eyes, expecting the touch of Isabel's lips, but instead she got a face full of dust. Her eyes shot open and she pushed Isabel away, using her larger body as a pivot. Isabel flew from the bed and hit the floor with a startled yelp and a crash. A moment later, the Lady Ermine lurched to her feet, sneezing and coughing. What did you do? She asked in a hazy voice before collapsing back onto the bed face first. Tentatively, Isabel stood up, rubbing at her shoulder and knowing full well she'd have a bruise there by morning. She crept over to the bed and put her ear close to the Lady Ermine's face. She could hear a soft snoring. The lady would wake with a pounding headache in a few hours, but she wouldn't remember half the night. With a weary sigh, Isabel walked over to the window and threw it open. A chilly winter wind greeted her, and in the clear sky, thousands of tiny stars twinkled to prove their existence. Isabel looked down and found Jacques waiting underneath the wrong window, looking anywhere but up. Jacques, she hissed. He looked up towards her voice, and in the bright night, Isabel could see him frowning. He moved closer, keeping flat against the wall of the mansion. Are you in the wrong room, or was I under the wrong window? He asked in a quiet voice. Later, she insisted. Throw me the tools. Anything the lady wishes, Jacques said, and opened up the pack he was carrying. Isabel glanced back into the room. The lady Ermine was still snoring quietly on the bed. With a face full of sleep, she should be out all night, but Isabel wanted to get the job done quickly all the same. When stealing from the rich and powerful, it was best to take as few risks as possible. Some, however, were always necessary. She looked out the window to find Jacques waiting with a cloth in hand. Ready? 
Yes, Isabel replied quickly. Fire oil, he said, and hefted the cloth-wrapped vial straight up. Isabel leaned a little out of the window and snatched the cloth from the air. She retreated inside the room for a second to place the vial on the mirrored desk and then was back at the window. Picks, Jacques said, and again threw the object into the air. Again, she snatched it easily and tucked the picks into a fold in her dress. Neutralizer. Once Isabel had hold of the cloth, she disappeared back into the room and unwrapped it. She uncorked the small glass vial and dabbed the liquid inside her wrists, under her arms, and on both her chest and neck. It took only a few moments for both the alcohol strips and her perfume to become inert. She moved back to the window and dropped the neutralizer back down to Jacques. He caught the vial with practiced ease and pocketed it in a flash. He had a grave look on his face when he held up the next cloth-wrapped object.